0: Hello. Thank you for choosing the Lackadaisical LibroCubicularist podcast. Without further delay, here is your host, Jordan Maywood. Hello! Welcome to the LibroCube. My name is Jordan Maywood and I am the Lacadaisical LibroCubicularist. Yeah! Today, my friends, is TV Tuesday, and unplanned and unscheduled and un- i was not going to record this, but felt I had to. TV Tuesday for the reason that I watched the series finale of Futurama. The I should I Shaposh specified the most recent series finale of Futurama, as there's been a few series finales. Ridiculous. Anyways, before we get into that, I should say that we're, that there will be spoilers. Folks, please take heed of this warning. Uh, I'm going to spoil the living bejesus out of this thing. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. Another thing I like to say at the top of every show is that if you like what you hear, the only payment I ask is one million dollars. (laughs) No, that is ridiculous. The only payment I ask is perhaps you pass the podcast on to a friend. Perhaps you rate, subscribe, and comment within iTunes, as that is what helps others find podcasts, those things. Thank you for those who have done so. That will, of course, take us into our last piece of podcast-related business try to say that differently every day, or slight variations on that theme. Today's sponsor is what I was about to say there. Today's sponsor is Time Button Vintage Clothiers. Once again, today's sponsor is Time Button Vintage Clothiers. Thank you to them. I feel like I because it's kind of sort of interesting, whereas normally it is not, give a little weather report. Uh, right now, we are in the midst of Isomageddon within Ontario. Uh, it is pretty crazy, I will admit, and that's the only reason I do bring it up, because I remember something similar to this quite a few years ago. Uh, I have never, ever in my entire 30-some-odd years seen so many trees down. My street looks like a friggin' tornado came through. Now, luckily, I suppose, it's not a tornado and the houses are all fine, but almost just about every single tree within my neighborhood is, like, in half on the ground. Uh, Strangely, and again, I think luckily, I didn't see any that were, like, on top of cars. Those have maybe already been cleared off, what have you. But uh, yeah, it's pretty crazy. Uh, I think there's like 300,000 people without power. Somehow I do have power. I I don't know how that is possible, but thank you, gods of power. I suppose that would be Thor god of lightning, maybe. Thanks, Thor, driving to work right now. Uh, I'm not sure why I am, because I checked, and it sounds like the power is going to be out once I get to work and going to be out until 10 o'clock tonight. So potentially get to go home early, I suppose. Uh, Lights of the street variety seem to be out as well, so thus concludes Jordan's Isomageddon coverage. Yeah. Okay, so let's move into TV Tuesday. Series finale of Futurama season ten. It is an episode titled Meanwhile. This uh I didn't actually plan on recording any TV Tuesdays on my hiatus from podcasting. Right now I have just recently posted the second annual Scrooge reenactment, which means I take a little time off, but uh, because I watched this I wanted to talk about it. So that is what I'm gonna do. I enjoyed it. End of discussion. No, no, uh, I should say more than that. I just enjoyed it. Yeah, it's uh, some of my favorite Star Treks, some of my favorite Futuramas for that matter, some of my favorite any science fictiony things in general have to do with time travel and the interesting things around said traveling of time and uh, this could easily fall into that vein time travel episode so right there it's going to get automatic points from me it had laughs of course Futurama very infrequently does not have laughs although I'm going to be 100% Amish with you and say that season 10 as a whole, because I did watch the whole thing, obviously, I don't know if my expectations were high or what it was, but I didn't feel like I got as much laughter, actual, factual generation of laughs as I normally did. So maybe it was kind of good to go out before it started, if possible, going downhill. And just on that note, Futurama is, like, I like it more than Simpsons, like important family guy, I like it more than most of these style of cartoons, if this style is uh, in fact a style. Starts out with a trip to the moon, which, if you watch the first episode, I mean the very, very first episode, that's how uh, the show started. So it was kind of nice 10 seasons then to end where they began at Luna Park, which is well, a park of the amusement variety located on the moon. Hmm. Interesting. They hop on a ride as you do when you're at Luna Park on the Moon, and the ride is—I even wrote down the name of the ride because it was amusing to me Mixadeca Hexa Octopus. That's a lot of friggin' um, arms on that thing, and uh, it caused Bender to vomit. I know what you're thinking—he's a robot. How does he vomit? Well, I don't know the exact mechanics, huh? Huh? Of it, but uh, when he does vomit, he vomits up like screws and nuts and bolts and. Shit like that. <laughs> of course. Because that's what he eats? No, that doesn't make sense. All he does is drink booze, so he should vomit booze, not nuts and bolts. Whatever. Let's suspend our disbelief that a robot would vomit nuts and bolts. Uh, some of them get into the gears of this hexadecamex hexamexic- octopus thing and shoot Leela into space. Into space! Where there is no air. If you are unaware, there is no air in space. So she is presumably dead. Yeah, that's sad. End of episode. No, that is not what happens. She <laughs> sews herself into a stuffed animal to, uh, I guess that's against the cold. And then she had like a uh, giant balloon animal, let's just say. And uh, she used that to breathe. So, again, probably wouldn't work in real life. But hey, disbelief suspended. So, after this near-death experience, Fry has come to the realization that he always knew he loved her, but now he knows that he cannot live without her and wants to spend the rest of his life with her. Aww, a marriage episode! Which is not unusual for a series finale to have a marriage within it, right? Right. So, uh, Fry decides he's going to propose at the top of the Vampire State Building, which is, I suppose, similar to the Empire State Building, although run by vampires. Hmm. Anyways, uh, he gets to the top, and he says to Leela, if you... He proposes to Leela, sorry, I I should, I got a little out of the order there. He proposes to Leela, she is about to answer, and he says, no, no, don't tell me yet. If you're going to say yes, meet me at the top of the vampire state building at such-and-such such clock. So, uh, yeah, she doesn't show up. He decides to kill himself. Now, this is where the little twist of the time-traveliness comes in that makes things that could potentially exist in actual real universes crazy, and that is that Professor Farnsworth has invent- invented the quote-unquote time button. A button which, when pressed, will send... Uh, that person and anyone who is sort of right next to them back 10 seconds in time. Now, uh, it takes 10 seconds to recharge, so you can't just keep pressing it. There's certain rules like that. So he's been having, uh, having fun with this button. In fact, use it, used it to basically rob a jewelry store of a shit ton of diamonds in order to make this diamond ring to propose to Leela. So what he has not realized is that his multiple pushings of this button have have meant that the watch he has on, which people don't wear watches now, I don't think in the year 3000 they'll still be wearing watches, should have looked at his phone, anyways, again, digressing, realized that uh, his watch is going to be fast for the reason that he has been continuously moving forward, whereas the rest of the universe has occasionally, repeatedly, been uh, going back 10 seconds, back 10 seconds, back 10 seconds, and that has added up, so when Leela doesn't show up, he's like, fuck this. I can't live without here. I'm gonna kill myself. So jumps off the Vampire State Building to commit suicide. <laughs> Just about on his way down. Yeah, on his way down, passes the clock on the Vampire State Building, realizes his error, and pushes the button. However, uh, he's been falling for quite a long time. Mm, again, I don't think the M- Empire or Vampire State Building is long enough that 10 seconds of falling is gonna be, like, the, the distance you can fall in 10 seconds I think is more than uh, a building. No? There's some science involved there that uh, I'm sure someone smarter than me can figure out. So did a little uh, research since I had the time. The Empire State Building is 381 meters tall and within 10 seconds from a standing start you would fall 490 meters. So uh, yeah, it doesn't make sense. Although, this is the Vampire State Building, which may be taller, so keep that in mind, I suppose. Anyways, he pushes the button, and it takes him back to probably about four feet below the lip that he jumped off of. So, he's, he's pretty much screwed at this point, and just has to keep pushing the button, pushing the button, pushing the button, or else, well, he will die uh, right near the ground. Leela is showing up for their date, which means she said yes, and they're sort of stuck within this loop. Shitty buzz. Now, eventually, because this is going on for a long, long time from prize's perspective, he gets tired and falls asleep and forgets to push a button, so dies, splatters in front of Leela. Uh, Leela sees this button, recognizes what it is, because Professor Farnsworth sort of gave them a little tutorial in it, interesting, interesting and uh, pushes the button. So, it's stuck in a loop where she has to repeatedly see him die. Not a good way to start a marriage, basically. While this is all going on, uh, the gang are in a time shelter. Yeah, a time shelter. I think that's even what they call it, where the effects of this button are not having effect. They're seeing that the world is repeating every 10 seconds. And almost like a turtle, they can sort of pick up this shelter and move it along, move it along. So they reach where this is all happening and see Fry repeatedly dying. And come up with the plan that Bender has within him airbags. So he's going to, right before Fry hits, position himself under, set off the airbags, and Fry will be saved. Yay! And that works for, for the most part. Uh, When Fry bounces off, this airbag lands on the time button and destroys it, causing, and this is further cool time things, causing him and Leela, who were right next to one another, to continue to move forward in time and for the rest of the universe to be frozen in time. Frozen in time! So that means only they are moving within the universe and everything else is just sort of static. They can move it around by, you know, and they can eat things and, and... there's various laws that I think if, if everything was actually frozen, like I don't think you'd be able to move someone's arm out of the way, that kind of idea. You know, if, if that were to actually happen. And I, and I always crave scientific accuracy in my science fiction because I'm an idiot, especially in a comedy. Oh boy. Anyways, that's just my brain. So they don't know what to do, and what they decide to do is just kind of shrug the shoulders and say, well, this is our life now, might as well enjoy it. So they take everyone to the church, have a quote-unquote ceremony, in which obviously they are reading their own vows, since no one else is able to, and uh, live their life together, travel the globe, walk over oceans, because apparently, does that mean they can't have showers for the rest of their lives if they can walk on the ocean? That's kind of gross. They grow old together. They experience life, and beauty, and the magical mystery of this time-stopped Earth. So it's uh, it's kind of beautiful. They get to their end of their lives, where they're sort of, not nearing death, but they're, you know, pretty old. And they head on back to the Vampire State Building to enjoy that meal that they were going to have on that fateful, fateful night. And then, but well, wait, there's more. Professor Farnsworth shows up. What?! Yeah, it turns out uh, he was outside of the time bubble during one of these button pushes, which sort of ripped him in twain in millions of pieces so that he was traveling as almost uh, the way you could look at it. He was no longer a corporeal being. He was rather energy traveling the cosmos. Yeah, okay, sure, that makes as much sense as what really happened. <laughs> and uh, he's figured out a way to turn everything back. Ah, huh. well that's nice of you, Professor. He hasn't aged, obviously, because he's been incorporeal. He fixes the time button and sends them all back. However, they will not have a memory of any of this happening. He's gonna send them back to moments before the time button was created. So again, I have a little problem with that. If if it was if they're returned right before the time button is created with no memories of these happenings. Why would it not just happen exactly as it did already? Yeah. So that's a little oddness. So uh, as soon as that happens, we fade to black and the episode is over. And the series is over. Just the whole thing. Over. I think some people may have been a little disappointed. I think I started of heard rumblings of some disappointments as far as this lap- last episode. But I really liked it. I like that thought that... Things are going right back to normal. So that when this friggin' show that will not die, thank God, shows up somewhere else, my prediction is Netflix, and I I know I'm not alone in that prediction, when the show is resurrected on Netflix, they can uh, sort of start right at uh, where they left off with not too many crazy things to carry over from the television series. If you feel me. Yeah, feel me. Folks, okay, it was nice uh, of you to listen to that. If in fact you did, if you did not, you're not listening to this, so it doesn't matter. Hey, time. Uh, kind of funny because I, I, as I mentioned, I didn't plan on doing any TV2 stay episodes on my hiatus, but I uh, really wanted to talk about this episode, so that is what I've done, folks. That will leave one final thing to say, which is, it is nice to be nice.